The following sports presentation is a production of Blazers Broadcasting. Welcome to Trailblazers Courtside, presented by Pacific Power and Energy Trust of Oregon. Learn how you can make a difference and save at BeWatchSmart.com. Follow the show on social media on Twitter at hashtag TBCourtside. Good evening and welcome into yet another edition of Trailblazers Courtside. Coming at you from your Moda Center studios, Jordan Kent alongside Michael Holden on this beautiful summer day in the Rose City. And Michael, you just got done with the Rip City 3-on-3 basketball tournament. Tell me a little bit more about your involvement with that over the weekend. Well, first of all, it was competitive. It was exciting. They were balling. <laughs> I mean, because we, uh, we watched and, uh, I guess, uh, commentated on the men's mm-hmm. and the women's uh, championships, 3-on-3, and they were getting after it. I'm talking about hitting the ground. Uh, it was exciting. And in the dunk contest. Yeah, we tell people those three-on-three finals are some of the most competitive basketball games you will see anywhere when you realize kind of what's at stake for the winners and how hard they've played throughout the whole weekend. Yeah, what really was amazing to me was to watch how aggressive the pick-and-roll defense was mm. because you don't really have a lot of help. No. So if you get exposed at the point of the screen, <laughs> there's no backside. But it was so physical, the passer could not hit the roll person. <laughs> well, let's take a look at the standard TV and appliance courtside tip-off and see what's in store for today's episode. We're catching up with a couple of the homies here. Kevin Calavero, Trailblazers TV play-by-play, and Lamar Hurd, Trailblazers TV analyst. But before we chat with them, Michael, more roster news for the Trailblazers and a very notable pickup for Portland Pau Gasol, now a Portland Trailblazer. You look at the former NBA champion, and let's start with what it means for the Blazers off the court as far as this team's chemistry and culture, bringing in somebody with that championship pedigree. Well, the championship pedigree is the key, and I think it's more when you say off the court, you know, in the locker room, and teams are together a lot off the floor. I don't Mm -hmm. know if fans really think about how much teams are together in the locker room at home for practices on the road on buses on airplanes uh, out in a community Pal Gasol is a player that has been there done that uh, and like you said the championship pedigree and I just think his leadership uh, not that leadership is needed in the locker room but I think the leadership on the front court when you look at who's going to be in the front court this year Hassan Whiteside coming from Miami and you start looking at what Powell brings uh, it's big <laughs> And you look at what it means for the Blazer front court on the court. Now you add more depth at that position, and you're able to go a little bit deeper at those spots. Again, with an established veteran that has played at the highest level here in this league. Yeah, because there are nuances to the game. There are tricks of the trade, if you will, that you can see some on video. But when you're day in and day out practicing against a player that understands how the game is played back to the basket, how it's played facing the basket, understands how to pass and deliver and make players better, understands that his voice is a weapon defensively, Mm -hmm. kind of being that free safety. Uh, There's just so many things that others can learn. A lot of times when teams will add a veteran player, they oftentimes look at the younger players on the roster and the impact it might have. And in this situation, I think a lot of people are looking at, well, you have Pau Gasol and you also have Zach Collins. And what does that mean based upon what their relationship on the team will look like? From your experience as a player, what have you seen when you bring in a veteran player and the type of impact they might have on a developing player? Well, that is the obvious thing that folks look at and mm-hmm. conclude is going to happen, and it will. 
But don't underestimate the value of a Powell Gasol to a Damian Lillard, to mm. a C.J. McCollum, guys that want to win championships and are in earlier stages of their career. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that really want to ear hustle and ask Powell, <laughs> you know, what's that run like to go deep and get the ring? Well, you look at the fact that there have been some changes to the Blazers roster, and I think it's fair to say that you've had more changes this offseason than you've had in the last couple offseasons. When you look at the roster and how it's constructed right now, what are your takeaways from some of the moves that we've seen in the offseason so far and how it's shaping this team to be as they get ready to get set for training camp here in September and October? You know, well, I see a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. When you look at the offseason acquisitions, they just seem to fit a pattern of, of stated need mm-hmm. uh, on the front court, multi-position, two-way players, guys that can guard uh, multiple positions, veteran experience and power. You know, because all change is not growth. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> we, we saw that last year with teams know, in the NBA. And, and so I think the changes that the Blazers have made, though, will equate to growth. And you see that growth, and you've talked about it before. Sometimes it's organic, sometimes it's plugging in a new piece. But it goes back to a conversation we had with some of the coaches last week where when you get to the Western Conference Finals, you get to a new level of the postseason, it can change your preparation for next season. Is that fair to assume when you look at how teams evaluate how the previous season went? Yeah, because there's no guarantee you're going to return. Mm. I, I, it was one of the things I, I, I learned the tough way. My freshman year at UCLA, we played for a national championship, mm. you know, Final Four. So I just assumed, oh, this is what we'll do every year. And we never made it back. Mm. So one of the things you do when you acquire a level of experience is you pause to take in everything you need to learn to not only get there but to get to the next step. And as we saw the Blazers getting to the Western Conference Finals, holding a substantial double-digit lead in three out of those four games as well, too. And, and then you look at the landscape of the Western Conference, and there's been a ton of changes in the conference yet again. When you widen the lens and look outside of the Trailblazers, what other teams are you kind of excited to see, whether or not they might be at the top of the Western Conference, but you're excited to see how those changes will fit when we get to the season. I'm excited to see all of them. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I'm a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I sit at home now and, and watch NBA TV and just watch reruns of the 06 playoffs and the 05 playoffs, <laughs> just game after game, series after series. I like watching how chemistry develops uh, with different groupings of players and teams, not just the top. I mean, everybody's focused at the perception of the top, you know, mm-hmm. the Clippers and the Lakers. I was mm-hmm. reading some things this morning, and I had to go way down to find a mention of the Portland Trail Blazers, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, once again, the Blazers are not being discussed in the top-tier conversation in the West, or at least not right now. So let me ask you something, because that was the case last year as well, too, for Portland. I think it's fair to say, if you evaluate the national perspective of the Western Conference and the view in the Portland Trailblazers, they are not mentioned in the top half of the Western Conference like you're seeing some of these other teams that made changes in this offseason. So for the Blazers, it seems like as a team, that's where you want to be. You don't want to necessarily have a lot of people gassing you up. Or or what can you comment on when you look at the fact that you get a chance to sort of fly under the radar? Well, there's different dynamics. I think it's it's more comfortable to be the hunter Mm -hmm. than to be the hunted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, and the Blazers, not that they have to have external motivation or a chip on your shoulder, if you will. I think this is a group that is internally motivated Mm -hmm. uh, to win and win big. But when that happens, I mean, and it's not you reading it, but it's 
everybody telling you, I mean, your yeah. homies, your crew, man, how come you guys can't get any respect? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll stick around. We're just getting started on this edition of Trailblazers Courtside. When we come back, we will be joined by the one, the only, Kevin Calabro. More to come. can all make Oregon thrive as neighbors and as members of our community, starting with energy efficiency in our homes. With a few Pacific Power Watt smart steps, like using smart thermostats and installing LED lights, you can improve comfort in your home while saving energy and money. To learn how you can help make a difference and how Pacific Power and Energy Trust of Oregon can help you save, go to BeWattSmart.com. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Fred Meyer, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. When the sand gets hot, you gotta move fast, like a dog chasing a frisbee. Move just as fast to the Ford Hurry Up and Save Sales event. Because for the first time ever, you can get 20% estimated savings on select Ford vehicles. Plus, earn complimentary maintenance through Ford Pass Rewards. Don't let this hot deal on America's best-selling brand pass you by. Get into the Ford Hurry Up and Save Sales event. Based on 2010 through 2018 calendar year sales, Moda must be activated within 60 days of purchase through the Ford Pass app on a smartphone and remain active for at least six months after activation. Eligible on select 2019 model year vehicles, vehicle must have arrived at dealer at least 61 days prior to the sale date. Estimated savings include an average dealer discount based on a sales survey of average discounts offered by four dealers nationally. Discount may vary. Dealer determines price. For all offers, take new retail delivery from an authorized Ford dealer stock by 9319. See participating dealer for complete details. Presented by Pacific Power and Energy Trust of Oregon on the Trailblazers Radio Network. Whether building teamwork skills, learning about healthy living, or training like the pros, Trailblazers Youth Basketball has a program your child will love. Learn about the Rip City Academy presented by Nike, Trailblazers Hoops Camps, and more. Visit trailblazers.com slash youth basketball now. Welcome back, Jordan Ken, alongside Michael Holton as we get set to bring you our final Trailblazers courtside until we... Until we take our summer break, we'll be back September 9th. But joining us now, a man that never takes a break during the summer, Kevin Calabro. Casey, i got to ask you, how's the golf game treating you this summer? Not very good, Jordan. How are you? <laughs> you know, doing really well. <laughs> Had a chance to get out there a few times. And, uh, you know, I, I think I've finally gotten the swing straightened out. So we'll have to go out there another time. And I won't embarrass myself as much as I did last time, my friend. 
Oh, no. It's, uh, you know, I've gotten to a point, I've actually improved now. Uh, I've gotten to the point where I, I don't take it seriously enough to uh, really care. So that's kind of where I'm at with a golf game. But the highlight of my golf game, unquestionably, was playing with uh, Dan Hyatt, our producer, uh, Jeff Curtin, our esteemed leader and director of broadcast, and none other than Michael Holton in the uh, McDonald's charity at the Reserve a few weeks ago. We were magnificent. Kevin, Casey, I got to tell you that when you sent me that tweet that you guys birdied the six, hole, six holes in a row after I left, I didn't read it to the <laughs> laugh out loud. I was like, I knew I was holding them back. I knew I was holding them back. Bringing uh, a new definition to the term anchor on the team for sure. I like that. Yeah. But, but uh, exactly. Casey, we're sitting here and uh, talking a little basketball business right now. The signing of Pau Gasol. Your thoughts on the Blazers picking up one of the Gasol brothers. Well, you know, Powell's just uh, the consummate professional and a champion, of course, and 39 years of age. He's been there, done that, uh, which should be fully healthy by the time camp opens up. He'd have a, a procedure on a foot in May, but, you know, he's he's going to be invaluable because he's uh, he's going to get minutes. Uh, he'll be backing up uh, Hassan Whiteside, who obviously is going to step in for use of Nurkic and not quite sure when Nurk will be back. You know, hopefully it'll be in February. But, you know, when he does come back, I guess the question begs is, you know, in what kind of shape is he going to be in uh, coming back from that injury that, that he did? So, uh, it, how I see just a terrific uh, locker room guy. I know it's a cliche, but, boy, it is so true. Uh, he'll come ready to play, uh, and he'll be a very, very solid backup and will certainly give the Blazers some options. And, you know, I can see – uh, Zach possibly sliding in there at five as well, maybe getting some minutes there. Uh, I think everybody, all the projections I've seen is obviously Zach stepping in at four and very possibly starting for Alfa Rukamino soon. We know that the Blazers will have, on opening night, they'll definitely have three new starters in that in that starting lineup. But, you know, Powell gives you just uh, lengthens that bench. Uh, Scala Bissier, I really came on strong at the end of the year. He's a guy I think that could contribute up front as well for the Blazers. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, you know, at one point, Terry was rolling 10, 11 guys out there early in the season. Then, of course, tapered his uh, rotation toward the end of the year to nine solid guys in the rotation. I can see him opening up the year the same way. You know, uh, maybe 10, 11 guys, just kind of sorting things out, see where everybody fits. You know, seven seven guys left, seven new faces. It's going to be an interesting year. And that's a good point you make because one thing we were talking about, Casey, is at least during your tenure here with the team, it's the most change we've seen from one year to the next over the course of the offseason. And as you evaluate all the moves, what stands out to you the most about some of the changes that the team made as they get set for this upcoming season? Well, I think it just would be defensively. Uh, Al Farouk Aminu, we know what Mo Harkless brought defensively, and you know, and what certainly what Evan Turner brought defensively. Now, in the in the swap of Evan Turner for Kent Bazemore, we know that Bazemore is a he's a capable defender and certainly can spread the floor, run the wing, shoot the three very very well. I'm excited about having Bazemore on board. Uh, I think the, the Blazers improved themselves in that in that area. So. I would, you know, I would say defensively, it's like where where does this uh, where does this lineup uh, trend early in the season? Um, certainly, Rodney Hood is a guy that was coming off the bench uh, for the Blazers in the regular season. I think it was something like twenty two or twenty three appearances off the bench, and I want to say twenty five to twenty six games. I could be off a little bit on that in the regular season, but. Um, Rodney, I think, would be a guy that could easily come off the bench or start. So you got a lot of flexibility up there. Hassan Whiteside is in a contract year. Uh, 
Um, and and we know that that dude can block shots, man. He and he doesn't have to leave his feet to do it. Uh, he is indomitable at the at the glass and at the rim. You add to that Zach Collins and his rim defense as well. Uh, and I think it's just going to be interesting to see how the Blazers defend uh, with Aminu, Harkless, and Turner gone, but with Whiteside stepping in and Collins stepping in, being really solid uh, paint defenders. Um, and Bazemore, of course, being a guy that can, can defend out on the perimeter. Well, you mentioned all the new changes, but I think it's fair to say at the end of the day, especially on offense, this team still runs through, especially Damon, CJ, until Yusuf Nurkic gets back out there. How does this change their approach when you look at the new teammates, the new pieces that they have at their disposal, knowing how capable they are on the offensive end now that they've got these new players inserted into the lineup? Well, I mean, we know pick and roll is, uh, you know, everybody's focus offensively in this league. I mean, you you, got to run pick and roll. Dane just did it beautifully with Yusuf Nurkic. And I I thought, you know, Annis Cantor came on during the course of the year and uh, at the end of the season, and, and I thought Damon did a masterful job of incorporating him. I think a lot of it depends on the relationship that Dame, CJ, can develop. Uh, they apparently have a, a some somewhat of a relationship. I don't know how deep it goes with Whiteside, but uh, certainly as a team captain, Damien's done a terrific job to welcome in new guys and incorporate them and get them all on the same page and quickly get them indoctrinated into Terry Stott's system and into what Damian wants to run in terms of screen and roll. So I think, to me, that's going to be the biggest deal you know, early on initially is, is how, how Dame gets into that screen and roll with a guy like Hassan Whiteside. You know, Casey, that's interesting because there are so many different skill sets now uh, that the screener has, whether the screener's Whiteside or, yep. or Powell Gasol. You know, now you can pick and pop, you can pick and roll, you can short roll, and that's certainly going to be be a, a plus for Dame uh, and CJ negotiating at the point of attack. But now when you look at the guys on the weak side and the ability to consistently knock down threes and, and the spacing that will come. And so there's a lot of things that are that one can get excited about with this team. I, where I'm trying to go with this and turn it into a question is with this type of depth, uh, play a game of plus minus. I mean, what are the pluses and what are the potential minuses? I mean, how quickly do you think this staff can get this many new guys into roles, or do you think it's going to be 10 or 11 guys uh, a month or two into the season? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting question, you know, and, and, and get to the, to the seat of that question, the core of your question is, you know, what kind of screen and roll guy is this on Whiteside? Which of those attributes you just spelled out, you know, very, very well, Michael, does he possess? You know, I, I, I don't see him as a pick-and-pop guy. And, and I'll be honest with you, you know, being in the Eastern Conference, I can't say that I saw Whiteside play a great deal, nor have I seen a lot of tape on him. I, I should do more should do more homework, but I've been too busy working on my golf game, and I, I'm sure you guys understand. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but, you know, it's like, okay, so what, what skills does Whiteside possess in that, in that regard? So, um, yeah, that, I, you know, I think that's something that sorts itself out. You also, also have a change in the uh, – not only in, in so many uh, personnel on the floor, but on the sideline as well with David Vanderpool moving on to Minnesota. He did a great job in his tenure here in Portland and on to Minnesota. I wish him bigger and better things. And Nate Tibbetts moves up, and then Jim Moran moves up uh, to the front of the bench as well. So, um, you know, it's it, in, in some respects, it's maybe a, a different perspective that those two will have and, and the impact that they will have in, in helping Terry Stotts craft this. But I don't have any answers for you early on. The, the positives are, you touched on it, being able to spread the floor, athleticism in Bazemore, 
Uh, certainly Rodney Hood returning is spectacular. I mean, we, we experienced a renaissance with, with Rodney Hood, uh, who can, as we just mentioned, can either start or come off the bench. Mario Hozonia is a guy that's uh, very flexible, uh, can play multiple positions. I would say that that would be the strength uh, so far. If you just if you just lay out this roster of the seven newcomers, is the flexibility that these guys have with Nasir Little, of course, uh, the, the rookie. Uh, Anthony Tolliver's a guy that can play a power forward for you and, and probably is going to back up there. Shoots the three extremely well. He's been around for better than a decade in the league. And, you know, one of those guys that's poor, hungry, and driven. And every year he gets out there and, and really grinds and gets after it. Blue-collar guy. I really like the addition of Tolliver. And Hazonia is just a wonderfully gifted athlete. He's long, jumps out of the gym. Uh, and I, I think watching Hazonia develop uh, within Stott's system is going to be particularly interesting as well. So, you know, there's so many great stories. LaVisa here, we mentioned the lake. I just don't think you can get enough guys that, uh, on your ball club. That's where I think the league is trending. You need length, and you need guys that are versatile, can play multiple positions who you cannot pigeonhole. Uh, you can play them in a variety of ways, be very creative. And, and as we've known, Terry Stotts to be a very creative coach in the way he pursues and, and uses his talent. You know, Casey, I was just laying a court down uh, in my mind as you were speaking, and I was just picturing these players doing all these different things as you were describing them. But I want to put a placeholder in the deck about one of the things I think Hassan Whiteside is going to do that's going to be unique in pick and roll and uh, just in his contribution in general. I think he's a player that gets behind the defense. He's your, your mm. pick and lob guy. Whether he's the roller or somebody else is the roller and you get that second pass, he's going to be able to get behind uh, the defense, I think, and play at the rim and create a new level of flattening out defenses. And then the benefits are obvious to everybody else on the floor. Yeah, he's going to be deep. Uh, he's going to pin guys on his back. He's massive. <laughs> this dude is, he is a big cat. Uh, and he's going to pin guys on his back. Or like you say, he's going to spin, lob, that type of thing. Uh, to get to the rim. And, you know, the, the intangibles are he's in a contract year. He's going to be hungry. There's a big payday waiting for him. And, you know, December 15th is a trade deadline as well in the league. And, you know, that uh, obviously gives the Blazers an option if they choose to do so, uh, you know, to move some guys down the road and, and, and make those changes in December if they need to, if things aren't trending the way that Neil and Terry uh, think they should. You mentioned versatility with this roster, and when you look at the deep playoff run the Blazers had, how important do you think it is for a team to play multiple ways in the offense when you look at the playoffs? Because typically teams like to take away your greatest strength, and you need to then counterpunch them. And it seems like the Blazers had great balance last year with whether they wanted to rely on the outside shooting or pound it down low in the yeah. post. How valuable of a trade is that when you look at getting ready for the playoffs versus the regular season? Well, I think we saw it manifest in Hood and the way he was able to spread, you know, that that defense. Uh, unlike the year before, when you know they got in there against New Orleans and they were trapping and doubling and 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 like you say, taking the number one option away. Damian Lillard certainly making it very difficult for Damian. Uh, as the Blazers progressed uh, through the playoffs, you could see Hood become more and more of a of a uh, an asset that really made opponents pay. So I think you've got more of that now, certainly with Baysmore. To a degree, with Azonia Tolliver coming off the bench, can shoot the three as well. You know, we haven't talked yet about Anthony Simons. Um, you know, Simons had a great summer league. His defensive measurables were very good. 
Uh, we've talked about it a little bit about Simons replacing the 20 minutes or so that Curry got, and we know what kind of year Seth had shooting the three very well. I'm so high on Anthony Simons. I just think he's going to be a, a spectacular young player. Uh, I think he's got all the skills offensively, defensively. I think he's there as well. I, I, I just believe a lot of this uh, uh, rests, uh, the, the second unit ability to affect the game rests in the hands of Anthony Simons, and I'm very confident that he can do that. And I, and I think the coaching staff certainly is too. All right, Casey. Well, thank you so much. Continue to keep them straight down the fairway. Enjoy the rest of your offseason. Oh. We'll catch up with you a little bit later, all right? I will do that, Jordan. You know it's all about putting them. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> Drive for show, putt for dough. Casey, you go enjoy it. Thanks again for joining us, my friend. All right, fellas. See you. All right, Kevin Calabro. Stick around when we come back. Lamar Hurd will join us a little bit later in the program as we continue along on this edition of Trailblazers Courtside. Hey, fans. This is CJ McCollum of the Blazers, and it's time to gear up. Rip City is woven into the fabric of our culture. Wide for three. Yes, he hit. Get your official Blazers gear now at Rip City Clothing Company at Moda Center. Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And, of course, open for every home game. Or shop online 24-7 at ripcityclothing.co. You rise. You shine. You learn. You create. As parents, as business owners, as healthcare workers, as teachers... You inspire all of us at Pacific Power to deliver the most reliable and sustainable energy possible. So keep going. Keep building our future. Keep pushing ideas because we are here for you. Every new solution we create is to power your greatness. Learn how Pacific Power can help you at poweringgreatness.com. For the Trailblazers, chasing the title starts with focused minds and relentless bodies. BioFreeze is scientifically proven to cool aches and pains so the Trailblazers can feel no limits. Fast acting, powerful pain relief. That's what BioFreeze is all about. So when the title is on the line and others ask, do you feel that pain? The Blazers say, feel no limits. Cool the pain with BioFreeze, the official pain reliever of the Trailblazers. Now available at all local retail locations. Introducing everyone's favorite for Rookie of the Year, the Blazers Rewards World MasterCard from First Tech, the official credit union of the Trailblazers. This powerful new player from First Tech is the only card that scores you special discounts at Rip City Clothing, exclusive offers from the Trailblazers, and rewards points redeemable for travel, merchandise, charitable donations, gift cards, and cash, along with great rates and no annual fee. To find out more about what this rookie can do, go to firsttechfed.com slash ripcity. Oh, Disturbed, the Evolution Tour. Saturday, August 3rd. Are you ready? Moda Center. Get out, get out. New album, Evolution. Get out, get out. Special guest. In this moment. Disturbed, live. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. We now continue with Trailblazers Courtside, presented by Pacific Power and Energy Trust of Oregon. Represent Rib City with the Trailblazers license plate. Now available at all Oregon DMV locations. Each order supports statewide youth initiatives through the Trailblazers Foundation. You'll be red hot and rolling with your new Blazers plates. And I'm laughing because, Michael, you just told me 
and I've golfed before with you. You're you're not a bad golfer by any means whatsoever. You do a good job, but I would never take you as the golfer that would challenge someone else to a competitive round of golf. I I had a bad golf conversation today because I'm not a good golfer. I mean, I I mean, I can keep pace and I'm a nice guy, so you're you're not really going to be disappointed golfing with me, right? But I'm not the dude that's moving the needle, you know, batting, pressing the bat, you know, talking stuff in the parking lot. And I got a buddy, and somehow we got into a golf conversation today, and he started talking about how good he's playing and how well he's hitting it. And I know he's a guy like me where the wheels come off sometimes of his game. So I said, man, I'll play you. And and, and I started talking. Really? And he got quiet. He was like, when? No, no. see, that's that's the problem. When they jump on that that quickly – no, so now okay. I, I, now I, my mouth has written a check that my behind can't cash. So I got to go take a golf lesson and double up <laughs> and spend some time over the next week. Where, where are you going to play? Working at? on my golf game. Uh, his home course. He's a member at a local. Country so you're club. going on the road to take on somebody. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. Can now. Are people allowed to watch this? No, no, no. Can come I come on, make it more just, than it is. Can I, what time are you, can I take the tea the time pro- behind you guys? The problem is <laughs> I, I, I'm too competitive to walk back what I said You can't. Okay, here, here's what you got to do. <laughs> All right. Have you established the terms of the bet yet? Uh... Generally, okay. Keep yeah. the terms conservative. Yeah, it's not, it's your it's first not, four way. There's no money into, changing hands. Right. It's not a big deal. Not at all. You not know, not like at all. Not at all. Right. And think of it this way: it's part of your greens fees to go play is part of this bet. Now, you might go out there and surprise yourself, but I think take that pressure off yourself of I gotta no, win. No, and and I think see your friend because yeah. you play with me and you know that my game can't handle pressure. Right. You <laughs> just just take the pressure off. Let him feel all the pressure. Okay. All right. You go out there. Play conservative. Okay. You don't need to be doing anything crazy with those shots or anything like that. It's just, you know, play smart out there. Minimize the mistakes. Well, I did negotiate seven strokes. Okay. That's good right there. Although he's 15 strokes better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a handicap established? Uh, yeah, he, he, he's a member of a country club. Yeah, well, he yes, exactly. all the time. He, he, yeah, well, clearly. So is he like a 5, a 10, 15? Oh, no, he's probably a 10. Okay, a 10. And what would you say I'm you are? I'm a 20. Are? You're a 20? I think you're better than a 20, though. Well, I need to be on this day. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely. As long as you make contact with the ball. Okay, all right. It's going to be fun. I think you're all right. It's so, going to be fun. So, long yeah. story short is, it's the first time I've put myself in a competitive golf situation in my life. Hey, have fun with it. Think of it as a learning experience. Okay. Think about it that all way. Right, buddy. And it, it's always fun when you go out with, like, a foursome, and you do, like, two versus two, and you just... Yeah, but I can't hide. It's me and him. This is like a yeah, match. Oh, yeah. That's very serious there. Yeah. <laughs> that's very... Uh, that, that would, I would not feel comfortable, because uh, even then, even if I was winning, it's like, how do I conduct myself? Am I, am I doing, like, some fist pumps when I knock down putts, or am I just yeah. well, keeping When we myself? come back from our, our, our courtside vacation, yeah, I, I, I really... I'm going to write this down... So have you established a date yet? No, no, no. And I'm okay. going to procrastinate. I'm going to give myself two Holton couple of weeks. Golf bet here. Oh, my gosh. I, I cannot wait to hear about how this goes here. Other than that, though, you had some fun. You went and did a tournament recently, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I've been playing, having okay. fun. And I went up and played in uh, Kenny Easley's fundraiser Great. outside of Seattle and uh, ran into Ed Tutal Jones. Okay. Was he too tall? He... He's an impressive-looking human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because he's not... You said the same thing about me when we met, yeah, well, by the way. Yeah, well, anytime <laughs> uh, a football guy has height mm-hmm. and doesn't have girth, mm-hmm. 
I just think that's impressive. All right, stick around. Lamar Hurd will join us after this segment. Don't go anywhere. What does it mean to be better? It's different for everyone. It comes in all sizes, big and small, short and tall, young and younger. Better is a lofty leap or a baby step or every step and misstep in between. Better is a challenge to push more than yesterday, more than ever before. Perfectly unique, ever-evolving at our own pace, one step at a time. Better is real, especially when we go there together. Be better. Moda Health. for Rip City from Heritage Distilling Company. Makes the loudest fans in the league. With their favorite flavored whiskey. What does it spell? R.I.P. loves BSB. Brown Sugar Bourbon from Heritage Distilling. Recently crowned the world's best flavored whiskey. Now available at a bar or retailer near you. And at two main level bar locations at the game. You can't spell Rip City loves basketball without BSB. Heritage Distilling Company, Eugene, Oregon. New construction and business remodeling is great, but leaves a big mess. And job site cleanup is the final touch for any commercial construction or renovation project. When you need to put the finishing touch on newly constructed buildings, call the professionals at Service Master Clean. Service Master Clean has been an industry leader for more than 60 years. From post-construction cleanup to janitorial services, call Service Master Building Services in Portland and Vancouver at 503-298-6145. We're proud to be the green, clean partner of the Portland Trailblazers. of evil hell never dies tour 2019 moda center friday august 2nd rob zombie and marilyn manson get tickets at ticketmaster.com feel the heat hell is upon us now back to courtside presented by pacific power and energy trust of oregon on the trailblazers radio network this is your chance to be a part of the year-long salute to Rip City when the Trailblazers celebrate their 50th anniversary season this year. Visit trailblazers.com 50 and sign up to receive information on all the festivities surrounding this milestone anniversary presented by Toyota and Spirit Mountain. Don't miss out. Visit trailblazers.com 50 now. Jordan Kent alongside Michael Holton, and it is our pleasure to welcome in our great friend Lamar Hurd, who joins us now. Lamar, i got to ask you, man. You always have a lot of great things going on. How's the summer been treating you so far? Treating me just as nicely as summers of the past, guys. Just uh, time to relax, rest, uh, catch up on some TV viewing. Now, you might um, you might be a, a bit ashamed of me if you're an avid fan of this show, because I, I find most people are. Uh, but The Office, it's a show that I've never really watched until oh. this past year. Mm-hmm. My wife knows every single episode, like her family. It's a thing where they know all the lines. You know, like so in, in past 
years, like family vacations and trips and stuff, they'll play office trivia, and like I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> so this past year, I told myself I'm going to catch up and watch every office episode, and I just finished it last week. So I've been spending a lot of my time uh, watching some TV. But uh, in addition to that, uh, traveling a little bit, I got a chance to go back home to Texas. My mom had her uh, wedding ceremony uh, back in June, I believe it was. Uh, me and Coach Holton were at the NBA Awards. That's always a good time during the summer. And uh, earlier in the summer, we missed you guys at the uh, Northwest Emmys mm-hmm. at the dinner for that. That was a great time, and congratulations again to the whole team for that. Uh, but that's, that's, that's pretty much been it for me. So i got to ask you, after watching The Office, your thoughts, and then do you have a favorite character? Yeah, I think my favorite character – well, okay, let me, let me back up. <laughs> so I, I, I don't have a clear-cut favorite. Okay. okay. So it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, you have to pick one. You just have to pick one. And if I did that, um, up until the very end, it was Andy. Yep. But I was really, dis- I was really <laughs> Nard disappointed for how he just left Aaron in the cold. And went off to see who goes off selling to see right. when you have a young lady like that that is committed right. to you and expecting a whole lot more of you. So yep. I was highly disappointed by him at the end. I like I like Kevin mm-hmm. um, just because he's just silly <laughs> and he's himself. And I got to tell you guys, I, I wasn't the most fond of Dwight early on just yeah. because he was just, I mean, Dwight's, Dwight's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the nicest way you can put it? He's, he's a little different. But it just rubbed off on me by the time it was all over. And he had me wanting to visit Shrew Farms. I mean, I was that invested <laughs> in Dwight and what he brings to the table. So I, I loved it. I was really disappointed to find out. Um, I, I didn't know how long ago, like, it all ended, you know, yeah. years ago. And so I was asking my, my wife after it was done, like, when's the next season? I was ready for oh, more. So yeah. I can only imagine how disappointed people who were following yep. it during that time must be. Yeah, well, welcome to the club. I can't wait to share some quotes with you oh. before games this season. We're yeah. having a good time yeah. with that, my friend. But, uh, you know, looking at some basketball stuff here, we just got done talking to Casey about the Pau Gasol acquisition. And just real quickly, your thoughts on Gasol and then this roster as a whole, because this is the most change we've seen over the course of the offseason and several years yeah. for the Trailblazers here. Yeah, it's going to be different. I've actually been spending a little bit of time as well, kind of just looking at the background of some of these guys, because... I know them as opponents of Trailblazers over the last few years, but you know I don't know all their backstories the way that I, you know, I like to try to know our guys the same way you guys are. I mean, we have a lot of good information on all of our guys. I, I'm very optimistic about this season uh, with the roster, the pieces that have come in. I think they're all pieces that will help and and can help right away. And even with Paul Gasol, as you asked about, I know he's up there in age, but. He can still play, and it's not like they're asking him to come in and be the starting center and play 25, 30 minutes a night. It's, you know, provide your your contributions when we need it and also be a leader and, and just be a great person that continues to contribute to the culture, and he can do that, and that's a big deal. You guys know that because of the guys who were on the team last season that won't be on the team next season, they were major culture contributors in addition to what they bought on the court so that's a big deal also david vanderpool he won't be there anymore as we all know and um you know he he's the guy that w- was close to damien and cj and not to say that the rest of the coaching staff isn't because the coaching staff shares the same type of camaraderie as the players that's what's so special about this place uh, but it's just stuff that remains to be seen but all things that i feel really optimistic about 
And another thing, guys, I feel very optimistic about is uh, the potential season that I could see Damian Lillard having with Dame and CJ uh, together. When I when I look at Dame, I, I could see him having an MVP type of season because I don't know how much you guys have gone back at all and looked at any highlights from the playoffs or things of that nature. But what he did against OKC, I, I don't know if I've ever seen him in a five-game span just be that fierce and that locked in and that productive and efficient. It, it was it was an MVP level. Um, you know, his his first round against them was was right up there with what Kevin Durant was doing against the Clippers, uh, what Kawhi Leonard was doing against Orlando. I mean, these are MVP type guys. And I look at Damian and CJ in tandem and say, this might be the year where they do what, what Steph and Clay did. So when the Golden State Warriors started to take off and become championship contenders, it's because Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and of course Draymond Green and some of the other parts, they had huge roles. But those two primarily from the backcourt took their game to a level where the rest of the league had to start playing catch-up. And they had defenses confused. They played a, a brand of basketball that you just haven't seen a whole lot of, where it's just random offense, pass, cut, move around, not a lot of play calls. And with what we saw from Damian and CJ at different times in the playoffs, I just feel like they're ready to make that, that next step, where they go from stars, superstars, to the top, to the, the, the absolute best of the best. And with the path in the West being... Um, it's going to be competitive, but but somewhat open this year. I know they're highly motivated to get going. You know, Lamar, with with the addition uh, of seven new players on this team, uh, the one thing that I feel really confident about off the top is that Damian and CJ are going to have more room to operate. Uh, they're going to have more space because selling out and and and, and blitzing or doubling, I, I think, is going to be a difficult thing to do against this roster. And I want to ask you what that means uh, for the Blazers. If, in fact, you know, the weak side is spaced with with multiple quality three-point shooters, if the screener and screen row action uh, has different skill sets depending on the personnel employed, whether you're picking and popping, whether you're picking and getting the lob, whether you're picking and short rolling, I think all of those skill sets are on this roster. I want to ask you kind of, how you see that uh, unfolding uh, in this Western Conference race. Well, I agree with all that, and I guess to sum it up, what I would see all of those pieces playing a part in doing is upping the tempo. I remember times over the last years where you could see in Damien's or CJ's eyes as they're bringing the ball up or about to engage in a pick and roll, they're already anticipating that double team, and kind of trying to think through who they're going to pass to out of the double team. And it's not a knock on former players that were on the roster, but guys that used to be on the roster don't have the same skill set from the perimeter as maybe some of the guys that are coming in now do have. And so what I think you'll see is Dame and CJ and Anthony and whoever are the guards being more willing to get to the screen action quicker and then just play naturally out of it and not even trying to calculate who to throw to uh, and trying to figure out who's the better shooter. So I think it'll be a bit of a quicker, free-flowing type of feel, similar to what Golden State started doing. And how does that play a part in the Western Conference race? 
I just think it makes the team tougher to guard at the end of the day. I think what we saw after the All-Star break last year when Ennis Cantor was on the team, Rodney Hood was on the team, and Nurk was healthy, was the Blazers had the ability to play any brand of basketball. They could play the bully ball and beat people up. They were coming off the bench with Ennis. So whatever Nurk was given, he goes out. Ennis comes in, does the same thing. If Damian and CJ are out to run offense to Rodney, they could play fast, they could play big, they could play small. They had everything. And that's just another reason why it was so devastating when Nurk went down. And so now you, you have similar pieces, um, different pieces in certain areas. Uh, and, you know, depending on when Nurk is able to return and how, how good he can be right away, you know, coming off that type of injury typically takes time. Um, but depending on that, I think it just makes the team more, more – I think it makes them believe even more. Like, I know they're going into this year after tasting the Western Conference Finals, believing that they can get to that next level. But now with the new players, depending on how Nurk comes back, depending on how Whiteside fits in right away, because I agree with you, he can get behind the defense, provide that lob threat, something that hasn't been there. If that stuff all comes together – um, in a way that we all know that it can, I think the team is, is fully believing that they should be in that championship round by the time it's all said and done. Well, speaking about championship rounds, if anybody follows you on Instagram, they saw some highlights from Lamar Hurd earlier this week, Michael, and I believe that... <laughs> i got to ask you, the dunk contest highlights that you were showing... Now, Lamar, I knew you had bounce. I didn't know you had stupid bounce, as some of them say here. And some of these dunks that we saw, Michael, I know you saw these. This is very impressive here. What year was this from? I know because you had a chance to post a clip. When was this, Lamar? Yeah, that, 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 that's back in my, in my younger days, Jordan. That's like eight <laughs> years ago. That's back in the day. Um, but you know what? It, it, the reason why you probably didn't know, and you and I, we played against each other for mm-hmm. four years. Um, you know, like I – tell people all the time especially you know young kids that are trying to play sports and uh trying to get through certain obstacles and stuff i i wasn't mentally um the person the the player the competitor um that i am now i wasn't that person back then and it's not like you know i was at rock bottom or anything of that nature but you know i just did not i i wasn't able to have the confidence that you need to compete at high levels and, and really show everything that you can do and so, um, you know, it's stuff that I do in practice. You know, I do in, in scrimmages. Um, and once I got out of school, I did I did a lot of that. I did it in Germany when I played. But, um, you know, a lot of people around here don't know. And it was a fun time. All those all those um, dunk contests and the three-on-threes, it's just, it's just always a, a really fun time. It, it really is. Well, Lamar, thank you so much. You continue to be a modern-day renaissance man. And we do want to say congratulations on the Oregon State Board of Trustees that you're a part of now. I know we mentioned it on the show, but now that we have you here, congratulations on that. Keep doing great work for the state. It's a pleasure and honor to work with you, my friend. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and likewise. Hey, absolutely. All right, Lamar Hurd, enjoy the rest of the summer. Stick around. When we come back, we will wrap up this edition of Trailblazers Courtside. You're listening to Trailblazers Courtside, presented by Pacific Power and Energy Trust of Oregon. Learn how you can make a difference and save at BeWatSmart.com. 
This is Damian Lillard of your Portland Trailblazers. The Trailblazers plate is a great way to show your pride on your ride. Rocks and Rip City pride on your ride with an official Trailblazers Oregon license plate. Not only do they look awesome, they help local nonprofits fund important youth-oriented initiatives all over our great state through the Trailblazers Foundation. These plates are a great way to let them know wherever you go, you're rolling with Rip City. For details on how to order your Trailblazers Oregon license plates, head on over to OregonDMV.com today. We can all make Oregon thrive as neighbors and as members of our community, starting with energy efficiency in our homes. With a few Pacific Power Watt smart steps, like using smart thermostats and installing LED lights, you can improve comfort in your home while saving energy and money. To learn how you can help make a difference and how Pacific Power and Energy Trust of Oregon can help you save, go to BeWattSmart.com. For the Trailblazers, chasing the title starts with focused minds and relentless bodies. BioFreeze is scientifically proven to cool aches and pains so the Trailblazers can feel no limits. Fast acting, powerful pain relief. That's what BioFreeze is all about. So when the title is on the line and others ask, do you feel that pain? The Blazers say, feel no limits. Cool the pain with BioFreeze, the official pain reliever of the Trailblazers. Now available at all Fred Meyer locations. Everyone wants to give their kids the world, but sending them to college can seem overwhelming. I'm John Zeiser with Country Financial, and I get it. My wife and I graduated with college debt, and we didn't want that for our three boys, Anson, Paxton, and Hawkins. So we're taking simple steps to prepare them for college, and Country Financial can help you take simple steps too. Because whether you're our customer or our family, we want you to be successful. Find an authorized representative at takesimplesteps.com. Hello 2019 Summer Tour. Come say hello to the hits. Theater of the Clouds at Moda Center, August 21st. Get access to preferred tickets with your city card. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Lionel Richie, the brand new album live from Las Vegas, is available everywhere August 23rd. For VIP packages and more, check LionelRitchie.com. Now, back to Courtside, presented by Pacific Power and Energy Trust of Oregon on the Trailblazers Radio Network. Stay connected to everything Rip City on the Trailblazers mobile app. Check out the latest info on the team and events at the Rose Quarter. Visit the App Store to download today. Well, Michael, this is our final Trailblazers courtside until we take our summer break until September 9th. So i got to ask you, you look at all the fun things you like to do in the summer. What else is left? Is the weather still nice out there over the next couple of weeks? Well, at this time in my life, I think my one of my top priorities is to create memories for my family. Mm-hmm. So uh, took my granddaughter, my wife, and I this past weekend, uh, and we s- traveled and stayed in a hotel. Yep. And so we're going to take her to Great Wolf Lodge, and then my wife says she wants to go to Las Vegas. Okay. And we're talking about a mini cruise maybe oh, out of Long Beach. You would like that. I heard good things about cruise. It seems like that's yeah. right up Michael Holton's canal right there. No, I'm a, I like cruising. Yeah. Just cell phones, eat, chill, cell phones yeah, off. Chilling, eating, no. having a good time. You're a cruiser because you uh, yeah. eat nonstop. I know. Food all over the boat. I'm going potluck for no reason at all here. I like that. And you have this golf match coming up, of course, as well, too. And so it seems like you're big into those moments and adventures in the summer as well, too. But when you talk about Vegas, how do you like to do Vegas? Give me your ideal 48, 72 hours in Vegas here. Well, it depends. Okay. 
if I'm by myself, if I'm with my wife, and in this case, if we're taking right. my granddaughter. Okay. Because generally, I don't like to stay on the strip. Right. When I go to Vegas, I go way out to Summerlin <laughs> and get off the beaten path. Because yeah. I like to s- slow down, sit mm-hmm. by the pool, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and just kind of relax. But then sometimes you want to go do Vegas. Yes. You want to be right in the 24-7, you know, <laughs> sitting in the lobby, people watching mode. <laughs> well, I started at the buffet, obviously. But that's some fun stuff. We, uh, we still have some camps going on for kids' sport camps this summer, so we're taking care of that over the next three weeks. That'll be fun. But, yeah, we've got a little man, so it's just doing those things with him, uh, taking him swimming, all those good things, lots of walks. Uh, we take him berry picking. He enjoys that, too. But... I hear you. It's just kind of slowing down as things kind of slow down in the month of August here and getting a chance to enjoy all the great things about Oregon because we put up with the you know some of the bad weather in the spring here for this reason, for the best summers in the country for the most part. So it'll be good. Yeah, we've had back-to-back garden parties at our house really? the last two okay. weekends. Okay. Of just having folks over to sit out. And now, just... what's your role in the garden party? Are you helping with cleanup, setup, or anything like that? Or is it more so, Michael, I, I just need you to get out of the way here, honey. I pay for food. I pay caterers. That's what's up. That's what's up right there. That's what's up right there. And then uh, we need to go golfing, of course, because we do the Trailblazers broadcasting golf tournament, but we got to go out there and hit the links. And and we don't have to put anything on it. No, no, no. no. And that's that's really, I need to just walk that back and just. (laughs) It's not too late. No, no, I need to just. Just offer half of the bet you, you, and walk away from the whole ask, ask him if you can go golfing on his course with him, right. and then ask if you can get him lunch afterwards. Yeah, yeah that's a good way to do it. My game, the pressure. I'm already going. Yeah, yeah you're tonight. not going to feel good. You're going to be nervous, and then you start to swing a little bit faster than yeah. you should. Yeah, right? Got me uptight already. Yeah, no reason. But we to need be to get li- Nick Livingston, our, uh, our producer, yes. to go out with us. We do. We do. That's an annual thing. Yeah, I went with them uh, over the weekend actually, and oh, so y'all went without me. No, we didn't go without you. We just Uh-oh. had to plug. The, you know, there's only one more spot left. Uh, you know. Right. We'll go again with you, Michael. Don't worry. All right. Let's give a shout out to our crew here: TV coordinator Derek Sailing, cameraman Brandon Pettit, engineer Bruce Williams, and then our courtside producer Rich Patterson, who would like to wish his son Sammy a very happy 11th birthday later this week. And Michael, we get a chance to see Sammy here all the time. Just a terrific, terrific young man. I'm gonna break Sammy off for his birthday. From the winnings from your golf bet? Uh, no, before. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, it might not go good for you. <laughs> but no, Sammy, happy birthday, buddy. We love having you here joining us as a part of our Trailblazers broadcasting family here. And just another reminder, this is our final Trailblazers courtside until Monday, September 9th. We will return to the 7 o'clock hour. In the meantime, check out Lamar's Instagram, see some dunks, follow the adventures of Michael Holton, and we'll catch you guys after the August break. It's been a fantastic year, but let's get the 2019-2020 season rolling when we get back to Rose City in September. Take care, y'all. been listening to Trailblazers Courtside presented by Pacific Power and Energy Trust of Oregon. Learn how you can make a difference and save at BeWhatSmart.com. This has been a Blazers Broadcasting Sports Presentation.